Welcome to No Applause, Just the Clap. I am Deb. Doug is sitting next to me. Hello. This is going to be a riftastic episode of No Applause, Just the Clap, because Deb and Doug don't get anything done anymore. Well, I got a lot done, which is why I haven't well, watched Well, okay, here's lot. the thing. You get a lot done, that means you haven't taken a lot in, and I apparently just don't do anything anymore. Well, I've gone back to, uh, I realized work. that my uh, my reading versus writing output was off, and uh, I'm fond of the, the saying that if you write more than you read, you're a hack. Um, you know what, I actually completely agree. Yes, and it was one of those, I, what, I was trying to write a lot, and I'm like, you know, I'm not taking a lot in, so I, was, I made it a, a conscious effort that when I went to bed every night, I would read, like I usually do, instead of dicking around my phone, like I was usually doing. Well, here's the thing, though. When you read before you go to sleep, is, does it keep you up? Because no. I can't read before I go to sleep if it's something that's interesting enough that it will keep me awake. I need to read something that has enough plot that I like it, but not enough plot that I'm going to stay awake because I want to know what happens. Hence the bodice rippers. No, I, I mean, I'll just get tired. Um, and if I read in the middle of the day, I will find myself getting tired while I read because my brain's like... Oh, you're reading, it must be the end of the day. I'm saying no, we're good like that. Like I said, if it's, it's an interesting... Like, when I read Gun Machine, I stayed up and finished that book. No, Gun Machine had really good breaks because of the way well, Warren described... Kind of, like I said, it was set up in kind of acts. Yes, and pretty much I could... Whenever it jumped to a, pers- a different perspective from John Tallow or the, was it The Hunter? Mm-hmm. Um, that's when I would kind of hit a stopping point and go, okay, this is going to jump perspective, then I will... You know, do this. Um, you know, read this part next tomorrow. See, which is also interesting there, because you don't have a tablet. Mm-mm. So sometimes when I read books on my tablet, I will start dozing off and hit myself in the nose. Ow. No, no, I'm not a Penny Arcade cartoon. Sorry. Oh, I am. I've only done it twice, and then I learned my lesson. But still. Um, no, I uh, no, I'm I, I gone back to read. Um, I've got a pile of books to get through, so we'll be talking about it more and more as, as I get through them, but I'm just about done with uh, Chuck Palahniuk's, um, the second piece of his trilogy, um, which started with Damned, mm-hmm. uh, and then it's now Doomed. What's the last one? Have mm-hmm. they titled it yet? No, I have no idea. Um, uh, uh, Ch- Chuck, Chuck and I kind of wouldn't stop talking, but I mean, we kind of fell away from the the regular um, yeah. communications we have it, it's happened with with um, you know uh, you you heard me talk about the big three um, don't start name dropping Doug it's beneath you well that's Robert De Niro told me joking um, so there I was with Barbara Streisand no um, that's not true I wouldn't hang out with her um, why not but she could tell you some stories. I just want to talk to James Brolin about Josh Brolin, and then like talk to um, uh, Barbara Streisand about like her reaction like the South Park stuff, like that would be it. Then I would like I would not wouldn't even care. Um, I, I she's just a celebrity that holds no. I wouldn't say value. Um, you know, now but like kind of a, a in real world or in real her, life value to me. Because I'd probably prefer to talk to Bette Midler over Barbara Streisand. Yeah, I've seen Bette Midler. Like, like I said, then we can talk about beaches. Well, I've, I've actually seen Bette Midler live. Uh, fun fun note for uh, when someone starts editing my Wikipedia page. Um, that was the first time I saw a transvestite or transgender. Okay. I'm going to need some more background. 
Well, my mom took me because this was at the age where like I would go to shows with my mom. So uh, seven. Yeah. Uh, this was uh, probably extremely early double digits. Okay, so more like ten or eleven. Uh, probably twelve. Uh, yeah, like eleven or twelve okay. at that point. Yeah. Just about the time where I'm starting to kind of look at girls, but I haven't really had an awakening quite yet. And, uh... See, you say that, but all I can think of is Henry Rawlings talking about, you know, discovering the skirts on girls. And then the boys being almost like animals, like, we wanted to know what was under the skirts. What's going on with the skirts? Yeah. Well, as almost a companion piece to that, or or a rebuttal, (laughs) so... My mom and I are walking through to go to our seats, and a, air quotes, woman walks by. It could have been a drag queen. It could have just been a cross-dresser. Yeah, but my point is that it wasn't a woman. Um, walks by us. My head immediately follows her. And my mom very nicely just goes, that wasn't a girl. And I, like, <laughs> mind blown, where I was like, what do you mean? It was wearing a dress. Like, it was wearing girl clothes. I don't understand. Um, and that was... That's your memory. And then my mom's like, dude, she has a huge gay following. Like, there's gonna be, you know, transvestites and transgender and, and, and homosexuals. Did you, just have, did you just have the Pat Oswalt moment? Because I totally did. What do you mean? Clowns being transvestites who don't stop. Leave him alone, honey. That's his well, thing. That's his life choice. Um, but if he wants cool. to make us laugh... Cool, you entertain my kid? Um, don't leave him alone, honey, that's his choice. No, I mean, I didn't, like, follow the, no, the, no, the person no, and go, no. what's up with that? Um, like, I you know... I didn't realize you were Seinfeld at age 11. Yeah, I was gonna say, I didn't, uh, yeah. So what's the deal with cross-dressing? Um, so that's my Bat Midler story. Um... I, of course, have one. I didn't realize you had a Bette Midler story. Well, this is going to be... And her, her show is very risque. There's a lot of boobs, a lot of, um, kind of, you know, dirty humor. I mean, it was a lot of fun, but it was one of those, I was at that age where I was laughing and then feeling really guilty that I was laughing. Where it's like, oh, I'm by my mom, like, should I... You know what that makes me think of? It makes me think of the scene in that 70s show where Eric goes to see, uh, Annie Hall with his mother. And with it, it's super awkward. And there's some point where she makes a joke about seeing enough uh, braless boobs for one night, and Eric just gets so awkward and uncomfortable. Yeah. Is that about that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was just one of those where it's like, oh, hmm, hmm. So this is happening? Yep. Um, but she puts, I mean, I'd love to talk to Pat Miller. I think she'd be a, a pip. Um, yeah, like I said, I just, I was thinking about it. I'd much rather talk about Midler than Barbara Streisand. You know, it's funny actually. What? Why do we? How do we end up in these conversations? Which, how do these things happen? Well, I was gonna say, how did we get from hating cars from Will Ferrell? But we'll talk about that in a second. I do want to say, weirdly enough, I did have a conversation last night with the with the sports boys um, about the members of Tool and how I really wouldn't want to talk to their singer Maynard mm-hmm. like I I would have like nothing to say to him I, I wouldn't you know he owns a vineyard mm-hmm. yeah. that actually puts out halfway decent wine and I have to admit I enjoy Pussifer greatly um apparently his wine is when you say half good that also means it's half bad is what I've heard it's mediocre yeah um it's, it's not bad 
it's not great. But I went to a drunk clinic that had that uh, Derry Candy, uh, 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 Derry, <laughs> Danny Carey was was at. I met him. He was a very very nice man. Yeah, he's nice. And Super I nice guy. Ended up running into someone who was like, "What are you doing here? You don't play drums." I'm like, "Yeah, but it's fucking Danny Carey. Like he's just rad." Like I said, no, super nice man. I met him randomly once, and he was just so humble and kind. Yeah, and he's great. And I would love to talk to him about, like, Green Jello. Like, I'm sorry, Green Jelly for legal reasons. Um, Thank but, uh, you. Now I'm singing in my head. You bitch. Which one? Little pig, little pig. Uh, no. I always go Electric no, Harley House of Love. That's Maynard. Um, I always go Electric Harley House of Love whenever I am stuck in my head. Um... But it's anything off of the Serial Killer soundtrack is, yeah. is basically. Um, or that Sex Me Teenage Rave where the guys get put on the wheel and he's like, spin me, spin me. Ah, ah. All right, stop, I'm going to puke. Um, oh, good Lord. Anyway. So, uh, and I would want to talk to Adam Jones about his time on ter- working on Terminator 2 and his background in special effects. And then I'm like, they're like, well, what about Maynard? And I'm like, I don't know what I like. I don't even care where he comes up with those lyrics. I'm just like, wow, you're good at doing what you do. I don't, I don't care where it comes from. I'm not gonna be the, you know, like I, I write and I know writers who, they get that question like, where do your ideas come from? And it's like, well, I do the same thing to you though, where I'll get an idea that almost springs fully formed into my head, and I have no idea where it comes from, and I'll immediately start texting you or call you and just kind of vomit this idea mm-hmm. all over you. I mean, you could go as obtusely as, you know, Alan Moore's idea space and the, like, thought storms. Not that people have similar thoughts at the same time. I, I always think of that as um, a well, part of collective consciousness. Yes. Uh, or unconscious. Uh, well, you know what I mean. Or subconscious, even. Yeah. Um, you know, Warren's got the whole, like, sometimes, like, datum A hits, datum B hits, datum C, and that all just hits. Um, I myself uh, uh, jot down a lot of my dreams and then go, well, that's really neat. Now where can I take it now that I'm conscious? Um, except for that part where I woke up this morning and I knew that I had assigned weight values to my pillows. Excuse me? Yeah. Weight, weight values. Like, like, like grams? Uh, pounds. They had to weigh 25 Sterling? pounds. No. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Uh, they had I'm to weigh 25 pounds and... Uh, it was, uh, uh, I believe, 19 and 16 pounds? Yeah. No, 9 and 16 pounds. Uh, they, they, yeah. I don't know why. I can't remember. Though I do remember the, the dream I had where I was a cop, and I my, my jurisdiction was to stop cartoon animals from performing uh, visually lewd oral acts on balloons. It's actually a good lead into what we were talking about before we started recording. Mm-hmm. What's the name of the condition? Uh, anthropomorphia. Which is? Uh, the fear of finding human characteristics in non-human objects. Thanks, Bruce Sterling. <clears throat> so, I was telling... You totally thought this story was going to go into a completely different way. I was telling you, my, my little sister has a friend who has a case of this, and she absolutely loathes the movie Cars. I didn't even think about... about, like, how that would affect someone. Like, I know, okay, if you're, uh, um, what are they called, uh, 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 people that don't like puking, um, oh, a yeah. meta- a metaphobes. Metaphobes, yeah. like, I understand 
that. But to be like, I don't like the cars in cars because they're not Humanist, cars. Yeah. yeah. Like. I understand that thought, though, that things should be things and people should be people. What about Transformers? They're robots in disguise. Well, but like, does she get weirded out around robots? Well, I'd have to ask her. Probably. Because, I mean, robots, by their nature, are human-esque, I would imagine. Well, most robots do a function that humans can perform. Right. Or that, you know, like, if you were to take the Bible, um, you know, you say that man was Ass created... Bible. A... Whoa. What? Sorry. I've been watching it at midnight. Uh... Juicy cankles. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I totally said uh, cankle, a uh, cankle of chubbies, as we were talking about. A cankle a gr- of chubbies. Oh, yeah, not that conversation. Yeah. Though interesting, I might pose this to you. What do you call a group of gay people? What do you call a group of straight people? Well, panic-inducing for me, but. Um, a group of gay people wouldn't be the same way. Any group of people is panic-inducing for you. Gay, straight, doesn't matter. Nope. Purple, robots, Actually, I almost cars, imagine okay. you being more comfortable around gay men. Um, I mean, not, not because I'm uncomfortable with their lifestyle. No, no, I said I imagine you being more comfortable around gay men because there's, like, I wouldn't say no sexual tension, but there's no expectation of you to be interested and vice versa. My problem is I... Unless I knew them really well, where I knew kind of where the lines were drawn in terms of humor. Okay, yeah. That's where I can, it's where I'm just like, I'd be like, so, cock. And they'd be like, yeah. And I'd be like, okay. One of us, I thought, would giggle. Sorry. You're trying to tell me if I say boner, you're not going to laugh a little? I didn't then. (laughs) Boner. (sighs) Doing a podcast with a thrill with a permanent erection. Uh, should we actually get the whiteboard? <laughs> yes. So, you know I'm a big fan of Thor 2. You said you pinpointed what you didn't like about it on your rewatch. Well, we talked a little bit about, we've always kind of uh, uh, flirted with the, at the edge of that, you had talked about that you liked Thor 2 more than Thor 1. Um, yeah. I'm sorry, or you liked Dark World over Thor, however you want to Thor say Thor 2, it. Thor 1, it's fine. Yes, I prefer Dark, War, uh, Dark World to, uh, I was going to say, the first Thor. Hammer of Truth. What I call my penis. It's um, what I call my boner. <laughs> you laughing? No, I'm not. Anyways. Um. <laughs> fucking child. <laughs> I love it. Um. So. Uh. And I, I, I just, I don't know, like, there's always been things that, that I'm going to prioritize watching versus a movie I've already seen. Yeah. Both How I Met Your Mother over and Justified kind of waiting for me. And you um, getting through your massive file of Big Bang Theory. Uh, my all six, the six seasons of Big Bang. Um, which, uh, by the way, uh, Bernadette's uh, character uh, transitions, like, were, are just, it's literally flawless. Um... But uh, um, she's also hilarious. Oh, she's great. But she starts. But she starts out. Hold on. She starts out really quiet and meek, and then by the end of it, it's like she's like almost diabolical and sometimes loud. And you're like, when did that happen? When he when she met Howard's mother. Yes. 
And also, I love that they've made her overly competitive, so you never want to play games with her now, because she's so obsessed with winning, but she's vicious and cruel. I just like her, uh, her dad's always funny. Uh, uh, Casey dad, Saunders, yeah. yeah. Um, Guess how many bodies are there? <laughs> it's a joke, it's a fraction. It's a, tr- it's a trick question, it's a fraction. Ugh. Um, but yeah, I don't know if you've seen one of the newer episodes, and she's like, I did something at work, which is either an adorable yep. mix-up or makes me yep. a terrible monster. Yep. Yeah, when she's talking about the message in the Get Well Soon card, she thought was a retirement card. Go, you yeah. deserve this. <laughs> it's like she got hit by a car or something. She might not live through that night. Yes, like, good luck wherever you end, end up. up. <laughs> <laughs> I had to pause those laughing. Sorry, that was a couple. Of, that was a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Back to Thor: Dark World. Yes. So, um, I ended up with everything kind of ending, and, and um, I've I'm had the time. I'm a little breather, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, well, I'm going to watch, I'll watch Thor 2, and we'll see. Because, you know, this is hot on, hot on the heels of um, kind Captain of phase, America. yeah, Captain America Winter Soldier, and kind of phase two, and, you know, I'm gearing up for Spider-Man, and maybe, no, no, it's not Marvel, but apparently, oh, we need to, mm. I'll write down Spider-Man. Yeah. I'm sorry, well, who? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Um... That's what I said. Spider-Man. I'll never get this accent down. Um, see, that's why Ultimate Spider-Man is better than Spectacular Spider-Man. I, I keep trying to like Spectacular Spider-Man. It's not good. It doesn't look... It's, it looks bleh. The artwork on it's pretty terrible, too. Yeah. Um, Everybody looks like they have the Down Syndrome forehead. Yeah. Then it would be like Spider-Man. Aww. So Thor Dark World... Did you just say that in almost Gers burps? I did. <laughs> oh my god, it's Thur! Oh my god, it's Thur. There is this Hermer. Murmur. Murmur. Watch out for Nuki. Watch out for. <laughs> oh my god, I gotta find a picture of looking to the Oh my god, Thur. Oh dear. Rudin. Just so you know, Ermagerd is Burtman. Ermagerd is Burtman. Makes me laugh every time. Mm hmm. Sorry, go ahead. So, Thur. So, I liked Thur the Dirk World. Um, Dirk Word. Dirk Word. Sounds like I'm saying Dick What. Um, so, we, this is a really just loose episode. I'm sorry, I'm so tired. Um, I'm just so tired. You know when the conversation off air starts with whip it out, let's do this, it's just No, I said, go. let's take, whip it out, let's take a couple shots and do this. I meant the microphone, but still. Right. Um, you did, you did. That wasn't a smack. Um, so I watched Thor 2. Here, and, I, and we, and I've always talked about how there was something that just didn't sit right with me, mm-hmm. with it. Something that rubbed you the wrong way, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I figured out what it was. I was watching it. And this is something I brought up, I believe, I mean, I could go back and listen to the old episodes. I believe I brought this up when we, when it first came out in the theaters. initially went and saw it. Um, which is kind of eerie to think about how long we've been doing this. Um, it was that they moved Asgard from being this mythic, like Olympus, mm-hmm. to being an alien world. And that they're fucking aliens. I remember, that's right. It's because they weren't gods anymore. It's because they were aliens. And that Well, and I you. didn't like the all of this like sci-fi elements in um, Thor 2 versus... I really liked, even though they were 
literally fantastic. There were fantasy elements that they seemed grounded in. Okay, this is Asgard. And these these are kind of the laws this world operates in. This one was like, well, here's this like fantasy world, and then uh, Doctor Who's an elf who has a spaceship, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Um, and Chris Eccleston, uh, rewatching it, does a great job. I really liked it. Um, I, I liked him. I liked Chris Hemsworth. It was it was more tell funny. Me didn't, like I said, tell me you didn't like the styling of a lot of the stuff in there, though. The way there's. But I liked I liked like... Ken, I liked Kenneth Branagh's. I liked the first Thor. Better. It seemed more. I don't want to say in character, but like in 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 the 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 vein of like Thor and Shakespeare and this father and son and brother and you know it's it's more about the the characters and it was like now is is this the look you normally normally wear it's a good look when they first do the reveal of him in the costume instead of like jeans and a t-shirt to uh oh in the first one yeah to natalie portman yeah yeah Yeah. um i mean i i I rewatched it i liked the the cliffhanger ending of just loki on the throne everybody loves loki um, oh my god, it's there! I loved when Thor goes down to talk to Loki about like the the kind of the escape plan, and he's like, "Oh, you know, do you think it really helped me?" And he goes, "Cut, cut the bullshit, get rid of the illusion," and it cuts to like Loki. This destroyed cell. When his like feet are bleeding, like he's been walking on all the broken stuff, and he looks so distraught, and he's like, "You know, if you can't trust me, trust my rage." Well, I also like the previous scene to that when he's informed that his mother has died. Boom! Like I said, you don't hear anything at all. You just see. It was. It was that. It was the. the what shock is it? The, wave. The, the silent scream type. Yeah, of I thing. was going to say the shock wave coming off him and destroying everything. And it, and and it, there's a there's that beat of it, just him walking away where you're like, well, what a cold bastard! Oh. 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 Yeah. Um, so that and that freed up Rene Russo to be in like what, *Lethal Weapon* five. So Kat Denning was really good in that. Uh, yeah, I liked when she says her friend Eric went banana balls. Um, I was gonna say she was super funny in the. Uh, and she had an evening. intern, which I thought was hilarious. Like I said, super funny in the opening scene where she uh, surprises her on her date with the guy from the IT crowd. Find the bread, uh, Chris O'Dowd. Yeah, I was um, gonna say with Chris O'Dowd, who is so funny in the IT crowd and also really funny in this movie. Mm-hmm. Sea bass, sea bass. Okay, that, that's I now it, yeah. Um, and I liked that there was that scene where like she finds her cell phone and she calls him and she's like, wait, how are we getting reception? And he's like, oh, so maybe we should dinner. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Thor's like, who's Jim? <laughs> <laughs> I like that you're doing the Chris Ellsworth voice when you say that. Who's Jim? I can't, his accent's a little muddled in, 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 in Thor, but... Um, oh, that's okay. Uh, one thing, I, I liked it, but I didn't like... Like, Marvel has doesn't have a great track record, and there's only two movies that have done it, combining two genres. And one is, you know, I've talked about it before with Captain America, combining the science fiction elements with World War II, which I didn't think worked the way it could. And, and I've got examples like Trigun and Firefly are always my two go-tos for the way to combine Western and sci-fi. what they did with Captain America 2, where they're doing a superhero movie combined with a political thriller, and it's fantastic. Exactly. But that's my thing, is, like, with Captain America 1 and Thor 2, like, they kept trying to combine this, like, science fiction element, and I'm like, you could have kept the fantastic elements of Asgard and the the Nine Realms, um, 
and not the, the thing is like they poke so many holes in like you know we're just like humans or you know and Odin says oh we're just human like we're just like humans and, and Loki goes yeah except that you know give or take 5,000 year lifespan and I'm like god damn it like no they're fucking gods the only thing that's gonna kill them is Ragnarok Okay, so wrap up that thought with one final one, which is you actually found me a really cool pair of leggings online that were... The, lo- the Loki Pokey pants? They're not Loki Pokey pants. They're the Loki helmet pants. Like I said, I wish they made them in green, the Loki Pokey stick, but they don't. <laughs> Unfortunately, they're in gold, and I don't look at the gold. I really, I uh, immediately thought of you. I, probably because like, you always wear leggings. Like, you always wear these great leggings, and... Um... Well, you know, their accessory is a reflection of self. A medical alert bracelet. That's horrible. You also have a pretty terrible tattoo on that wrist. Yeah, it's not a big enough medical alert bracelet to cover it. Maybe you should start wearing like those hipster leather puffs. Those aren't hipster. Those are like uh, bar douche, circa two thousand three. It's like that and puka shell necklaces. Dash Shepherd in Veronica Mars mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Okay, moving uh, on. How much of like? Um, Cougar Town, have you gotten Oh, through? no, I'm through both the seasons of Cougar Town. The one where uh, Grayson teaches, um... Oh, the, the picking up girls' class. He goes like, he's, like, he's like, I better get my leather, bra- uh, my leather bracelet back out. Yeah. Yeah. And it teaches him how to nag. Yeah. Ellie and, um, her bald Cuban husband. Who, did you, like, did he leave the mayoral, like, office? I don't remember that happening. It's like he was a mayor, and then all of a sudden he was like back into finances. Or I'm like, wait, what? I don't. Okay. No, because remember he wasn't the mayor when she was trying to get married on the beach. Was that fourth season? Yeah, that was. The so third season was him being a mayor. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. However, so you watched the new Son of Batman. I did. I um, did. It, I did. It's the new DC animated, which we, uh, if you're a regular listener or you just know me. Um, I'm a huge fan of the DC animated stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, once again, we this is a couple weeks ago, I, I believe, um, or maybe a month ago, we talked about the last Marvel animated where I was like, eh, yeah, yeah, you, you were less than impressed. Yeah, um, this is based on the Grant Morrison and I want to say either Andy or Adam, I don't remember which one, Kubrick, um, son of Batman storyline, um, which by the way has giant bat ninjas. Uh, or Man Bat Ninjas, so that's always fun. And very Grant Morrison. Man Bat Ninja. Man uh, Bear Pig. Huh? Man Bear Pig. Man Bear Pig. Man Ninja Bats. Um, I was telling you off air, uh, no less than two members of Firefly are on the voice cast. Um, you've got, um, I guess I should tell you the, the premise that way you know, like I'm not just mentioning characters for no reason. Basically what happened was, in the 80s, um, there was a story called... Uh, uh, you know, I don't remember the name of the storyline off the top of my head, but it's only a couple issues where basically, um, while Batman was kept prisoner by Raj al Ghul, he was drugged and then it's implied raped by Talia. Um, and that didn't jive well with the editorial staff at DC at the time. They went, well, this isn't canon. Um, Grant Morrison, when, when taking over Batman, went through Batman's whole uh, bibliography. Um, and kind of picked some of the weirder stuff, like the sense, uh, the sensory deprivation tank and the hallucinogenic uh, 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 psychiatric uh, stuff, which I read um, in, in some um, compendiums. But uh, 
One of them was he found this and he went, why isn't this canon? And they go, well, it was just weird. And he goes, no, it's pretty awesome. He takes it and goes, I'm making it canon. And basically, Batman has had an illegitimate son with Talia al Ghul. He doesn't know about him. Um, Talia gives birth. The kid is raised um, for like 10 to 12 years, whatever it is. Um, being trained by the League of Assassins under his grandfather, Raj al Ghul. And then in the comics, I believe what happens is um, Talia goes, okay, you've learned kind of our side of things. Now learn your father's side. And he just, she goes, here you go, Bruce. You have a kid. Thunk, I'm out. Um, and bounces away. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's his killer instinct is being tempered by the Bat family. And there's a great scene where um, he kind of picks a fight with the, 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 that, uh, the Robin, Tim Drake, and uh, and Tim Drake's like, oh great, my half brother's like Satan himself. Like what the fuck, um, you know? And everyone in the Bat family's like, dude, he's kind of a psycho. And Batman's like, no, no, he's got skills. Like let's just train him. Um, so he ends up becoming a, the new Robin for a while, Damian Wayne. Uh, just so you know, well, Damian, hilarious. Um, everybody I've told about the Batmobile lost a wheel joke and Joker got away had the exact same reaction I did. We all would like to know how long you've been sitting on that joke. No, that was in the heat of the moment. You bastard. Um, let me get through this. We'll use that as a segue to that to explain that joke and then move on. <clears throat> um, in this one, uh, basically Deathstroke was going to be the heir to uh, the League of Assassins. Uh, Raish kicked him out because uh, now there's Damien. And basically Deathstroke decimates the League. And Talia's like, well, you'll be safe with your father, uh, so forth, so on. Hilarity ensues. And, um, so you have, and I'm gonna, like I said, uh, I'm gonna butcher their names. That's okay. Um, Marina Bacarin, Basine, whatever, uh, Inara from Firefly's Talia al Ghul. Um, you've got Jason Mira as Batman, and I, I can't think of what he's from. I think it might be Supernatural, but I'm not sure. Um, but he's kind of the new, he's kind of the new Kevin Conroy Batman. He seems to be popping up on being Batman a lot. Um. It's not going to be real right now. No. <laughs> Sorry. Um. Me. Who am I forgetting here? Oh, uh, uh, Sean Marr, who was, uh, Simon Tam from yeah, Firefly. Right. And Shrapnel from Arrow. Um, and I say it was because he got blowed up. Oh. Um. Well, if he was actually made of metal, like in the comics, he'd be reconstructed. Uh, he was made of metal. He'd be the Tin Man. No, he was just made of like all metal. Like he was a, uh, he could like reconstitute himself. But anyway, um, you mean like the Doctor from Hellboy? The Doc? Oh, the uh, the Clockwork Sandy. Oh God, he was badass. He just wind himself up and then go nuts with that blade. Oh. I I listened to the the Mike Mignola um, Nerdist. And it was just. Ugh, transcendent being that you know how much I love Mike Mignola. Um, I loved Hellboy, both of them. Uh, uh, so, anyway, so Sean Marr uh, plays Nightwing. You have, I'm gonna once again really butcher the name. It's, is it maybe you might know? Is it Giancarlo or Giancarlo Esposito? Do you know the name? Do you know who Fring is from Breaking Bad? The, oh, okay, sorry. The distributor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he plays Rajal Ghul, and that was. By the way, sublime. You did fantastic. Like, oh, just... It was like, can you just voice Rajal Ghul for the rest of my natural life? Because that'd be great. Um, stellar cast. Um, 
once again, the animation's close to the uh, the Kubrick art. Um, they screwed up the the oh, voice of Deathstroke of all fucking people, and he did a great job. Thomas Gibson. Huh. You do you know you watch Criminal Minds? Oh yeah, no, I know exactly who Thomas but, yeah, Gibson is. But yeah, for those of you that don't, I watch a lot of Criminal Minds. Let's be honest here. But, That's what I do instead of doing anything else. But for those of you that don't, there was Hodges. a show. Huh? He plays uh, Hodges on Criminal Minds. Uh, no, I thought his nickname was based on his first name or something. Well, um, there was, it's Hodges. Anyways, go ahead, sorry. Uh, some, uh, uh, of our age would know him as Greg from Dharma and Greg. Greg. Um, but yeah, I mean, just killer voice work. Once again, you know how much I love Deathstroke, so to have him in it. And he has both eyes at the beginning, and I was like, well, how are they going to remedy that? And they do. Um, very lovely. Uh, for a cartoon, it was it was really good. I highly recommend it. Um, I, I I Damian Boyne is one of those characters I love to hate. Um, I, I much prefer uh, Dick Grayson, uh, Nightwing. I prefer uh, Tim Drake, Robin. Um, but Damian Wayne was was really interesting when Dick Grayson became Batman and you had kind of the funny Batman and the really serious Robin. Like they kind of switched personalities. Awesome. Uh, the Grant Morrison Batman run went uh, after Bruce Wayne is is. Um, kind of taken out of the equation mm-hmm. from uh, Dark Side's Omega uh, beams. Yeah. Uh, I highly recommend you, other than the art in it is uh, Frank Quitely and just, he really upped his game on that one. We talked about Frank Quitely last uh, last week and how much I like him as well. So, um, but an interesting side note, I kind of want to bring this up to you and we can discuss it super quick. In the show, in the movie, Batman faces off against Deathstroke. That's an interesting who would win. There's too many variables. I can't give you a definitive answer. I would imagine Batman is a superior fighter. But I mean, like lay of the land, planning, opportunity. Well, they're both they're both expert tacticians. Yeah, exactly. Um, my the only thing the so only like element of surprise. <laughs> yeah, Batman would have stealth, but but uh, well, Wilson, as you know, uh, you know it as Miraku, but I mean from the government serums that were tested on him. He's got the enhanced senses, a healing factor. He uses almost 100% of his brain. He's faster. Like, it's one of those where I'm like, that kind of, I would say, kind of balances out the stealth, Batman's, like, natural stealth abilities. Yeah. So it's just a matter of that, like Captain America, like, Deathstroke's body doesn't create lactic acid, so he doesn't suffer from muscle fatigue yeah. as Batman would. That's the, I think, the only edge I would give so he's not gonna Deathstroke. Get Batman that and tired. Batman would probably, because he's kind of an asshole, probably exploit the fact that um, Deathstroke only has fifty percent of his peripheral vision. As long as I'm he sorry, just, just have this hilarious mental image of Batman keeps just always attacking like, him from the side. Yep, always taking him from the right, or like just going. Exactly, can't see me now, can you? Well, then he talks and it ruins it. Oh, you know what? Batman, I mean. worst ninja ever. <laughs> well, that's a new meme. There's one where uh, I found a demotivational poster. It's Batman on the streets. I, I I think I had the comic for a while, but it's just he, it says the little caption says Batman, world's greatest detective, and the picture and this is accurate. It's from a comic. It's Batman in the middle of the street with a like a, a bullhorn going. Has anyone seen the Joker? <laughs> Which was in if you've read it, it's it's Alex Maleev's um, 
run on during the the no man's land. Yeah. I mean, like it's like I know exactly, but it's it's like has anyone seen the Joker? I mean, like, Batman, take, take world's this, greatest detective. Take this out of context. It's mm. going to be hilarious. Batman, he'll make you shoot your dick off. Remember that one? Yes, yes, I do. So I have a note on here that I don't understand. Batman versus Destro. You already got that? Okay. So on for more of our superhero shenanigans. Let's talk about S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, S.H.I.E.L.D. at this point is... Coulson and his team are set up to survive. They have no idea that Ward is a double agent. Could be triple. Um, Bill Paxton is awesome as the bad guy. I love it. Um... I'm hoping that Victoria Hand is not dead because she is once again a character who I love to hate. Um, but uh, yeah, basically they've the, the that Shield team has gotten to kind of a secret um, base that all of a sudden it, it's it's really neat. It's very super spy. Well, um, sorry, finish what you're saying. Coulson's like, give us, give me all your badges. We're just gonna, you know, we, they're useless now. Yeah, because and then his lights up, and he's like. Their coordinates must be Fury, and they're like, "No, Fury's dead." And he's like, "It's Fury." I finally understand now, though, why they renewed Shield so quickly for a second season because they Captain had America this, like I said, because they had this in the chamber. Mm-hmm. They had the whole. Yeah, uh, they made. They might have had something. I was gonna say they had the, you know, uh, I was gonna say Shield being basically torn down because of the infiltration of Hydra. They, they had that Because how long chamber. has Captain America been in production? Maybe a year? Yeah, okay. Like I said, though, I, I finally understand why, especially with kind of the downslope in the ratings, it's it's it's, it's starting to go back up Well, it, Like I said, why they renewed it so it, quickly. It went up when they did the crossover with Thor 2. It went up when they had Lady Sif guest star. Mm-hmm. Um, it... I'm sure I, I haven't looked at the numbers. Um, it's, just, it's one of those I'm, shows I'm sure that I have sure. to binge watch. I can't do it week to week. Yeah, especially now that it's like all about double agents, secret agents. Yeah, I can't. Who's Hydra? Who's Shield? You know. Ray Liotta is Hydra. What is that from? No, no. I just like after they had Gary Shandling, I'm like, you know what? The next person I would have as a double agent in politics, I would cast Ray Liotta. Interesting. Just that actually can't happen process. because Ray Liotta plays himself in a gulag in Muppets too. <laughs> Ray Liotta and Danny Trejo are oh. are the play themselves in a Russian gulag. They are the henchmen of the prison king, played by um, uh, what's his name? Um, Flight of the Concords. Um, not Brett, the other one. Uh, Jerome is it Jerome? No. Yeah. No, not Jerome. What the fuck is his name? I don't know. It's been a long time since I watched Planet of Concord. We were just talking about it. Isn't it Brett and Jerome? It's not Jerome, is it? Is it Jerome? I don't think so. Crap. Keep... T- uh, uh, Internet? Correct. Goodness. Yeah, it's it's not Jerome, though. Jermaine. Jermaine? Jermaine it? Clemens. You're right, it is Jermaine. Um, I was like, I... Really, I'm, really good to He's a, I'm Ashes to Ashes, David Bowie from 1988. I meant makeup on my face. I'm going to a funky, funky party. Do you want to come? You're not invited. Uh, Astro <laughs> Damn it. Do you have one funk? Do you have one sequence spatially with many ch-ch-changes? Still one of my favorite songs of all time. I think I made it a ringtone. 
does, does the cold of space make your nipples go all pointy, David Bowie? Do you use it to transmit your data back to Earth? I bet, I bet you, you do. do. You freaky, freaky old bastard, bastard you. you. <laughs> uh, we laughed Flight of the Concords at Red Rocks. I was like, no, no, we can't leave it. I was like, let's, let's just like meet, like beat, beat the rush out of here. And I'm like, I'm like they're going to play Bowie. They're like, they're not going to play Bowie. First song, as we're walking out on the encore, Bowie. I was like, you're all fucking assholes. Making me miss Bowie. Okay, sorry, we need to stop. So, on our rooftastic shenanigans, Deb and Doug watch cartoons. So, it just happens when we record, it's Saturday morning, and normally by the time you get here and we start setting up, it's the end of Dragon Ball Z and the beginning of Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, we missed, we missed Dragon Ball Z. But we were watching Yu-Gi-Oh, and mm-hmm. then, when it, then it went into Digimon. However... We, I, I didn't even notice when it went into Digimon. No, I was, I was still was stuck Digimon on... And, no, it was Digimon, and then it was Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, yeah. Because we were making really good fun of Yu-Gi-Oh. How do they name these fucking characters? You, you mean not, Soul Train Dragon? Yeah, you and I were convinced it was named Soul Train Dragon. With its glowing vagina? It's ovulating. It's ovulating. <laughs> there was Soul Train Dragon, there was... One other one where I was like, oh, there's the human centipede. You and I was just like, what was it? We ran out of names around season two. I summon Timmy. Jimmy. He's the, I was going to say he's the toll booth guy. He's the toll booth guy. He just flicks a cigarette at you. It's his tiny fireball attack. Dick move, Jimmy. Dick move. That's what the guy that would control the other creature would say. (laughs) I summon Jimmy. Flick. Dick move, Jimmy. Dick move. But yeah, we've. Th- and I was gonna say we're thinking maybe instead of watching movies and making fun of them, it'll just be a recording of you and I watching Saturday Just doing morning. yeah, just doing just watching like this like mid nineties. And you and I like anime. like I said, you and I are talking about <coughs> the writers' room. Or it's like, well, what is he made out of? Fire. What is he? Dinosaur. I don't know. Fire sword. No fire sword, Fire sword, you know, if we put gold on it, they can put gold foil on the cards and charge $10 extra. Ooh. Gold fire sword. Good idea, Doug. We're definitely going to get our bonus from uh, Capcom this time. Some tops. <laughs> um, tops still exist? I have no idea. It's like when I figured out Tang had a website, I was blown away. Um, Tang has a website? Totally. Everybody knows growing boys need Tang. I used to uh, take raisins and shake them in a bag of tang. Why? Because it tasted good. That's then I'd eat the raisins that were coated in tang. That can't be good for you. I, do we even know what tang's made out of? The monkeys that didn't get to space? Oh, you made it sad. <laughs> Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Does whatever... Spider Spider can't. (laughs) Oh, we never explained the Batmobile thing. Speaking of me doing (laughs) superhero lyrics. So, once we were off the air uh, last week with with Dave, we ended up talking, filling in Deb a little bit more about... um, Uh, The Death in the Family storyline. The Death in the Family, where Jason Todd is is killed. Excuse me, raped and killed. Possibly raped. It's allegedly, it's inferred. Um, Oh, you know, it's okay. It's only inferred rape. Uh, but it doesn't I matter wish, now, now that it's wish, New 52. Like I said, matter. I wish people could see my face when I say inferred rape. Did you rape me? Maybe. 
Well, that was an awkward conversation between Batman and Talia. Yeah. Oh, it's it's in there where it's like he goes, it's like, do you remember I moonlight like Trist? And he goes, what I do remember. It's like you're like, oh my god, it's really it's really implying that he was heavily drugged. Um, he can do that while he's heavily drugged. Good on you, Batman. Yeah. He's pinnacle of human perfection. I mean, <laughs> if you're gonna fall, I'm sorry. Just so you know, fall, the phrase Batman boner is always going to make me laugh. Well, now I've got. Oh my god, the bat boner's in the sky. I was gonna say if you're gonna fall twat first onto a bat boner, that would be the one to do it to. Anyways, so you were filling me Billionaire in. Billionaire psychopath. You were um, filling me in on the death in the story timeline and how Justin be- ended up becoming Robin. Jason Todd. Excuse me, Jason ended up becoming um, Robin. This is not one of those internet corrects I will step in and always, always connect on uh, characters' real names. Yeah, that's not a big deal. Name an X-Men, any X-Men. I'll give you their real name. Jubilee. Uh, Jubilation Lee, that one's easy. That was a joke, honey. Um, you could even say and I'll give you both of them. Um, but, uh... Snick. Snickety, snickety, snicked. Anyways, so... So, I was telling you about Death in the Family, and how when they rebooted the universe after... I believe Dave and I agreed that this was um, the uh, 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 Crisis of Infinite Earths, um, that they had uh, Jason Todd stealing the bat- the wheels off the Batmobile is how he was introduced to Batman. And he went stealing the wheels off the Batmobile, and I went... Yeah, rumor has it it's how the Batmobile lost a wheel, and the Joker got away. I wanted to hit you so hard because you it said was one that of those, the t- a without even thinking and b no. without any kind of reaction on your face at all, just a matter of fact. Like everybody knows that. That's how the, the Batmobile lost a wheel and Joker got away. And uh, yeah, I, I did not have that one chambered. It was literally like. No hesitation. For the like, rest of the day, I told that to freaking everybody that knew both of us. Why wouldn't I say it? Um, but back to Spider-Man. Uh, the rumor has it, and hot on the heels of me saying X-Men. The rumor has it, Deb, that since they've actually released um, Amazing Spidey 2 um, in the UK... The internet has been lit ablaze. 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 I don't know if you've heard about this. Mm-mm. Apparently, there's a mid credit scene in Amazing Spider-Man 2 mm-hmm. that features three of the X-Men. Which three? Uh, Mystique, Beast, and Havoc? Which I'm confused on why Havoc's back. Like, they killed him in first class, right? I don't know. I never watched first class. You really should. It's one of the best movies about the uh, Cuban Missile Crisis you're ever going to see. I know I should watch X-Men First Class. I just had such a bad taste in my mouth after Wolverine Origins. Yeah, but one, the Wolverine cleans that right out. And two, um, First Class is fucking awesome. No, I keep hearing Like, that. it's not... Was that was that Singer as well? No. Singer's got some shit going on right now. Oof. What does that even mean? He's having some accusations slung at him by a guy who says that he molested him when he was 15 at some kind of Hollywood sex party. However... How are you going to complain about getting molested at a Hollywood sex party? It's a Hollywood sex party. Well, he was underage. However, he is 
made previous allegations about this, and Singer's name never came up. So it's one of those things where I think maybe something happened to this kid, but it also seems like a, you know an opportunity. So I don't. When I say kid, he's much older now. He's I believe in his twenties. Because Singer's got to have a bucket of money coming from uh, who owns X Men right now? Fox. Because mm-hmm. they've already they've already said there's going to be a third one. Yeah. Um, Apocalypse. But I, like I said, I, it seems like it seems like an accusation of opportunity. So I guess we'll see. This goddamn society of victims. I'm fucking sick. Anyway, so internet told me I'm wrong. What corrections do we have this week? Uh, we have many, but small. Um, the Clock King shot Felicity, not Nisa Al Ghul. Okay. Um, Jimmy Simpson was the guy I couldn't think of from um, Knights of Badassdom. Okay. He's the one who was. The he was Bercules. He was the doctor in the Bercules right, episode. That's Bercules. But I, and I kept saying, oh no, it's he's the weird guy from um, Always Sunny, which he is as well. But I was like, no, no, he's in something, and he's all like, yeah, he's the doctor from the Bercules episode of How I Met Your Mother. I kept saying some different name, but it's Brian Cox. Speaking of guys in X movies, he was Striker. Uh, was the one that hit the gun in his crotch in uh, Long Kiss Goodnight. And Gibby Just Haynes, like Perry. yes, both of which were written by uh, Shane Black. Um, and Gibby Haynes was writing about uh, the City Gardens in New York. Um, I couldn't remember the name of the the venue. And we're just gonna ignore that I have a pony coat. So, anyways, mistakes I made this week. I made the mistake of working at a hockey bar when the Avalanche were good. I mean, were they still are? <laughs> I don't know sport. Actually, at this point, I'd like them to continue being good because that means shorter series. So if they could win this series against the Heat in four games instead of dragging uh, it out to the seven, basketball. That I know. Do you know playing, I think they're playing the Wild. You're right. It's the Wild. Which I don't know what town that's from. Anyways, they're playing the Wild. I, but so I, like I assume I said, it's rural and feral. If they could end this series in four games instead of stretching it out to the maximum of seven, I would appreciate it. So stay good, Avalanche. But yeah, I made the mistake of working in a hockey bar. <sighs> what was I thinking? Any mistakes you made this week, Doug? Yeah, I went out in public. Oh, Doug in the awkward text message. Yeah, I kind of was like. That I, sounds like it, like a like a children's book that teaches you stories. Doug in the awkward text. The message. worst Harry Potter spinoff ever. Oh. Doug in the awkward texts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just some, like some Andals, uh, ancillary like background character in Harry Potter. Where it's like, yeah, uh, I'm a Muggle. Uh, so what was that? What's going on? I don't here? have a wand. I have a like a Bluetooth thing. Do you, Do you want to say what you told me and Michael a while ago about the wand? No, that the when I my when I get my new place, my housewarming present to myself is going to be the Harry Potter uh, TV remote. <laughs> The wand remote that's Bluetooth and uh, controls the TV through gestures. Gestures? Gestures, Doug. So speaking of Doug And that I bookmarked the Wikipedia page of all the spells. That way... Experiotis. To drop things. Also a big fan of Patrons. Um, I like summoning light deers. Um, what about light beers? Light deers. What beers? Social contract, asshole. 
Really? We're not going to explain why me going out in public was a mistake? Do we need to explain it? I'm really fucking weird, and I'm really fucking awkward, and as I told Deb, I at this point want to be the JD Salinger of podcasts. I got that, and I was at work last night, and it was actually fine, but it was annoying. That made me laugh so hard. Just because the, the previous sex are like, it's really weird being at a bar and not drinking. It's really weird no, being no, around the people. The previous text was, the, I was going to say, not drinking and being in the bar scene is what makes you hate it. Yeah. And I'm like, well, no shit. And it's like, you know, I and then I post on Facebook, like, I am too weird to be out in public. My brain is not geared towards being in social situations. It's very, it's like, I'm very in my own head. And then I just like randomly laugh at crap I say to myself in my head. And then, yeah, it was just like one of those, like, I'm just going to be the J.D. Salinger podcast. Um, that's... Though in hindsight, I could have said Howard Hughes made you probably laugh a bit more. No, no, J.D. Salinger made me laugh pretty hard. Um, so that was a mistake I made, was it was going out in public. They or, you know, uh, 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 what's the word? Um, not exposing my... Well, yeah, but... It, let me finish the sentence before you jump on it. Exposing myself to, like, people. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of a better way to say that, and I really can't come up with one. So Social interactions. Exposing myself to, yeah, okay. I was going to say having social interactions with the general public. That uh, way you're not exposing yourself to anyone. Feet holdy thingy. So, social contract, asshole. Yeah. Speaking of having to deal with people, I was raised, not by wolves, but by civilized humans. And I was, gi- I was given kind of guidelines of you don't call before a certain time and no. you don't call after. And if you know someone and the hours that they work, you try and take that into consideration. Absolutely. When we worked nights, I, I told my landlord, I was like, don't ever call me like before like like 11 or noon because I work till 3 in the morning like I said I've changed a little bit now so with me it's like you know before 10 I don't call you before 11 I give you the extra hour but usually Most I, of the I've, time been, I've been ta- 10 to 10 yeah. that 12 hour window within reason I know you work late not that I ever call you but uh, uh, like I would have a reason to call you that late but like if I knew you had the day off like I said no 10 to 10 I think is perfectly reasonable because I just, I get texts from people at 2 in the morning or wrong numbers that call me and wake me up. And it's like, okay, I get it was a wrong number. You didn't mean to wake me up. But it's like, you're calling someone at fucking 2 in the morning. Sorry I wasn't your booty call. Go to bed. You actually get a lot of text messages from teenage girls on accident. Twice. That's more than I've gotten. Yeah. <sighs> that knocking at the door. Why, it's our supervillain friend of the show. Nice to meet you. Really? No. Well, we have some questions we'd like to ask you. I would be happy to answer them, if I were capable of feeling. With summer starting, what tips do you have to keep cool? Outside of being trapped in a cryogenically frozen suit or being caught in an experiment that freezes your skin, I'd recommend SPF 30, or just staying inside. Stay inside, humanity. Stay inside. 
This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. Executive Producers, Deb Barnett and Doug Nickberg. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and BACN Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for listening to the BACN, your home for almost bacon and banjo!